0: We keep charging right ahead and we're in episode 158 and we continue to add new listeners and it's a blessing to have you guys out there uh, pushing and letting other people know and just contacting people, and whether you do that on social media or uh, by, uh, by in f- uh, face-to-face or on the telephone, uh, I know that's a weird word to use these days. The telephone. Yeah, uh, but uh, uh, even in your small group, live connection group, whatever, make sure that uh, people are getting out there so they can kind of help us to let more people know how we can connect the Word of God to everything we do in our lives. Do you have and, a landline
1: uh, in your house? <laughs> no you have a rotary phone
0: i have not had any of that for <laughs> years brother it's been years really
1: i'm proud of you pops
0: no we have not had i can't even remember when we had. i mean we didn't have any mount pleasant i'm telling you yeah. we were there for 20 years so yeah it's been a long time
1: do you remember the cordless phone do you ever have a cordless phone i do and i hated out those things. that cord that cord on that that cord the cord the, cord, the antenna on the cordless yep. phone was four miles long and you had to
0: and then it would go yeah you'd be talking and you'd get go by a fluorescent light or something and <laughs> You remember all that? I
1: remember those days. I remember as a kid, you know, before the cordless phone was readily available. Having the forty-five foot cord on the phone, you'd have that really long cord, uh, we, and we had one on. of
0: those. Yeah, you could go in the bathroom and talk. You know, oh man, if, right? Get a little privacy as a teenager. That's about the only place you can get privacy.
1: <laughs> if you're a millennial or younger, you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> See, not only are you on, I'm on too, pops. I, I got, yeah. I, know some, I know some old man.
0: I, I'm, I'm glad that you are older. Yeah, right. So you we're do talking have about some digital world.
1: We're talking about digital world. We remember dial-up internet.
0: Oh my heavens! That was that was that. That was when you realized, we're not ready for it We're internet not ready yet. for it <laughs> took you 14
1: horrible. hours to sign on, that hideous to noise. Get,
0: to get email. To they get don't email. even understand. Yeah, well, that's the, the thing. This is not like you're going online oh, or it anything. it was
1: terrible. Well, you could go to a website. It we would just take it 14 hours to load. I mean, it was, oh, it was terrible. Yeah, those AOL, were, you used to get those CDs in the mail every month. Oh, they were. 24 hours store, they would drop them in whatever. your bag, you know. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, those were those were hard days. I don't know how he made it through those hard days of early internet. <laughs> Al Gore, when he invented the internet, he didn't think. Through yeah, it very he didn't well. really think
0: it all through. No. So and and I guess that's telling us now that digital is just uh, everyday part of life. Yeah, it really. Every is. day, all the time. Uh, it's hard to go home and not even in your you know on your phone or you're so connected all the time. It's just crazy. There
1: really was a time we weren't connected.
0: So you know, I I feel like we've got a you know, and I think. Uh, you're just as interested in this, and that is we've got to figure out how to live in this digital world. Yeah, some world. strategies. Yeah, we've got to figure out how to do that. So we're going to be talking about that today, strategies for living in a digital world. So, Pastor, just yeah, kind of yeah, help yeah. us think this through. So here's
1: what we've done over the past few weeks. We've been talking about digital world. we talk talked about the distractions of a digital world. We've talked about the dangers of a digital world. we talked about some commitments we can make in a digital world. So we've been, we've been focusing on those mm-hmm. things. And so today on this episode of the podcast, what we want to do are just think through some strategies. And so we have nine strategies that, that we're going to think through. Now, these are not original to me at all. Um, this These come straight from a book called The Tech Wise Family mm-hmm. by a guy named Andy Crouch. Uh, he's a good author. He has written several books on technology and relationships within the home or within marriage or where the case may be. And so The Tech Wise Family is a really interesting read. I'd recommend it. You might not agree with all of his recommendations. In fact, when we walk through these strategies, you might not agree with all the strategies that we're going to talk about. In fact, I don't. I don't do a lot of these things that... All right, there's some of these things I don't do that he talks about, but I think this is a, at least for us uh, helpful just to think through because he does give us some strategies to help you think through how to live in a digital world. And, and his family was was the way he led his family. Uh, his children are grown now, but how he led them through a digital world was he was very strict. Mm-hmm. And what he allowed in the home as far as media, but, but he's not alone in that. You know, I mean, I, I think Stacy and I are pretty strict in what we allow. We were um, very strict. Now yeah. we, 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 we are not as strict as Andy, Andy Crouch was, but I mean, I think about, you know, one of the inventors or one of the uh, forerunners in all this technology, Bill Gates very strict with his kids yeah that's what i heard right like he wouldn't let them have phones and all that until they were you know out of the house and that kind of thing and so um you know there there's nothing wrong with has, having some strategies that help us to have some boundaries mm-hmm. and especially if we're parents and trying to raise our children in a digital world to kind of think through these things and so again these nine strategies that we're going to give you they are not original to us uh we we uh just borrowed these from andy crouch in his book the tech wise family but i thought it would give us a good place to just have some conversation about some different strategies you can develop
0: yeah and I, I would recommend to everybody, you know, sometimes you have to read these things. And even if you yeah. say this is just over the top, at least you're having the conversation. At least you're having you're the saying, conversation. What, what we, will work for us? Yeah, we might not do not, this,
1: but we can do this. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly so right. And I think I, that's what this is going to help us to think through.
0: So we're looking at nine strategies. So we're going to have to roll through these today. Yep, we'll so go fast. Number one, uh, fill the center of your home with things that reward skill and active engagement.
1: Yeah. So we talked about this, uh, I think, when we began thinking about this digital world. Uh, that the reality that God has created us to be creators, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have a tendency to be consumers rather than creators, uh, but God really has put within us this ability to create, right? To invent, to um, you know take our ideas and put them into the action. And so, so the whole argument that Andy Crouch makes is okay in the center of your home. Because if you think about it, in most of our homes where the family gathers most often often is in the living room. Mm-hmm. And now, our houses have open floor plans, right? So, we so who knows where the living room yeah, really yeah. is? Yeah, so it's kitchen living room now, right? It's all yeah, in kind yeah, of one yeah. big yeah. room. But, but that, those, those are the places where we typically find ourselves most often in the home with the family. It's in the kitchen and the living room. Mm-hmm. And so, so if you were to walk in your living room, what is the focal point of attention? right? Mm. And so for most of us, I mean, it's just, it's in my house. It's, it's the TV. TV. Yeah. We have that yeah. that flat screen TV on the wall, the 65 inch or the 75 inch. Or, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with that. But for Andy Crouch, uh, his family made the decision not to have a TV in the living room. And so instead they filled their living room with things that would engage the mind mm-hmm. and creativity. Uh, so as his kids were growing up, it was things like a grand piano. Now we have a grand piano in our house because yeah. I play the piano, but it's not in the living room. It's a, it's in the, another, but still things like that. that yeah, engage Joe, you used to have it in
0: the living room when you, when, when you first moved here in the first, what was well, that? We room? had in our front room in our house. Well, we still have okay. in the
1: front room of the house, but it's not the, it's not the center room of the uh, house. Okay. So that makes okay. any sense. So I guess it's. Yeah. You know, back in I the old days, we called it a living room in a den kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what we call it today. But anyway, so so his whole odd thing was put musical instruments in that. and that those th- Anything that fosters creativity, mm-hmm. uh, puzzles, board games, or whatever the case may be, uh, put those kinds of things at the center of your home. So when your family gathers together, those are the kinds of things you can engage in. Now, those are decisions for you to make, but obviously that's helpful to think through, right? In the right. center of your home, what is taking up the most attention in your home?
0: Let me give you a, a suggestion. Go get you a little cheap typewriter. I'm not even kidding. A
1: cheap typewriter? Do you can make those things? Yeah. Oh, they, so well, they don't the make them. Ages. No, no, no. You no. can buy
0: them all the time for a little or nothing. And they got the little ribbons. And the kids love to type stuff on those you know, and I have, actually type on that. I have that.
1: never typed on a typewriter in my life.
0: I had to. I, I know you did. I got through college The very first
1: that. typewriter that ever invented you probably had, didn't
0: you? I did not have that. <laughs> <laughs> I had an, a selector, but anyway. But the whole idea here is but, just to kind of think yeah. through
1: what is in the center of your home. Yeah. What, you know, and, and, and the reality is, is that for most of us, what happens at the end of the day is that we gather with the family, we turn on the TV uh, because we're ready to veg out. And I'm mm-hmm. and not saying anything is wrong with that, but just this idea, okay, just understand that this digital world, it is consuming us, and it probably takes center stage in your home. And so if if nothing else, what can you do to maybe not turn on the mm-hmm. TV quite as much? Some of the things that Stacy and I have done that have been really helpful. Now, we do have a, a television in our living room, and, and we do watch it, um, but we have tried to be very, very... Um, Selective. strategic yeah. in how we turn on the TV. We don't turn it on during the, it's very rare that it comes on during the day at all. Oh yeah. In us fact, too. when the boys are in school, it doesn't come on at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, um, we only uh, let them have screen access as far as mm-hmm. entertaining kind of stuff. Now they have to do some things with their Chromebooks or school, uh, but you know, video game systems, televisions, yeah. uh, those only come on on the weekends. And even when it comes on on the weekends, it's a, it's a, it's a period of time that it comes on. They don't have free access all day long to veg out in front of a TV. That's just a decision we've made, and our boys have gotten Good used to that. They Good they don't question that. Now, what that has forced us to do, it has forced us to be more engaging during the week. That when they get done with that homework, we got to find things to do, mm-hmm. and so it might be a board game, it might be uh, to go fishing at the at the pond down the street, it might be something else. But but that has been very really helpful. It might helpful be for RC us. cars. It might be RC cars. We do that too. So yeah, that yeah. But that's been helpful for us mm-hmm. to have more time uh, for ourselves doing things that are probably a little better than watching the newest show on TV. So. What's in the center of your home?
0: Number two, rest from technology one hour a day, one day a week, and one week a year.
1: Okay, so I don't do any of that. (laughs) Let's be honest with you. Come on, one hour a day? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, there are not intentionally, I'm sure there are several hours a day oh, that I'm not engaged. You mean you're
0: literally I, saying I'm cutting my right, phone off. I don't
1: think I do that intentionally. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure like if I'm on a meeting or something, I'm not checking my phone or if I'm working on something, I'm not on my phone, but, um, you know, I, I can't say, okay, from six to seven, this is going to be technology free time, but that's his suggestion. That's what his family has done mm. one hour a day, one day a week. And one week a year, I don't do any of that, but I can see it'd be helpful. Uh, you yeah, know?
0: Yeah. I, I found out this week that I have a problem with FOMO.
1: Fear of missing out.
0: Yeah. So if I don't, if I don't have it on, I'm afraid that something's well, going on that I didn't find thing. out and about. And that's
1: the thing. And that, that, that's what we've found out with our boys is that as much as they enjoy the outdoors, mm-hmm. as much as they enjoy the RC cars, as much as they enjoy the fishing, as much as they enjoy sports and all those things we do as a family, uh, that, that digital world, it, it is, is a magnet. Oh, it is. I mean, just, they just suck them in, And, and, and so, you know, we find them on a regular basis asking, can I, can I play the switch? Can we walk? And it's, it's all screen related. And so, so being intentional Mm. has been very important for us. And so for us, maybe it is a reevaluation and say, okay, one hour a day or one day a week. I mean, again, for us with our boys in school, that it doesn't come on the week during all, but, but, but but for me and my wife to say, okay, we're going to take a day a week and and not have any technology in our faces at all, or a week a year that those aren't, those probably aren't bad suggestions and, Mm -hmm. and probably something that we need to consider doing. And maybe if you're listening, something you need to consider doing as well.
0: Well, I mean, you can always start, I mean, let's say 15 day uh, minutes a day. Yeah. Something. Uh, half a day a week, I mean, or, you know, two days a year. I mean, whatever. But, you know, it, it, I, we purpose to, you know, again, I don't know what to do with the phone thing because there's yeah. so much that's going yeah. on and we yeah. we just, as pastors, it's, it's, hard. it's hard hard to say, I'm not going to listen to you. Well, I do so, tell you what I
1: have done, and that leads us into the next one. So sure. go ahead and read, read the next Number one. Number three, wake up before your device
0: wakes up and put your devices to bed before you go to bed.
1: Yeah, so the idea here is when I get up in the morning, the first thing I'm not going to do is pick up my device. Amen to that. Right. Amen I mean, to that. I that's, mean, that's a challenge, even for me. I mean, because I want to check the email, I want to see it's what's always going a on, challenge. On, the, on the news or where the case may be. But the idea that when your, your feet hit the floor in the morning, you, you you, you do something more constructive. You grab yeah. the word of God, you yes. begin to pray and have your time with the Lord or you, you reflect, all those kind of things before you turn on the, the media. And so that's typically what we do though. For those of us who, who have digital devices, it's very tempting very first thing in the morning, get up and, and check that phone. And if you're like me, you use your phone for your alarm clock or whatever yeah. the case may be. Or even for me, I use it in my Bible reading because I've got all the Bible reading apps on my, my device and all those kind of things, but just kind of thinking through. For me, I probably need to get back to getting up in the morning and using an actual physical copy of God's Word, and that could help me instead of using the digital devices, or whatever the case may be. But but his strategy was wake up before your devices wake up and put your devices to bed before you go to bed. So well, I've that's gotten good. better about that, you know, um, putting my phone aside in the evenings and, and, and have an extended period before I go to bed where it's not... It's not in my face. Um, and I've, I've gotten in the habit now of, of um, putting that do not disturb thing on my phone about nine o'clock or so. So if you if you text me or call me at nine o'clock in the evening, I'm likely not to get back to you yeah. until the next morning. And that's been hard because, again, as a pastor, you kind of expect those emergencies to come in or whatever the case may be. But and, now we do have um,
0: people that can contact, like you can always contact me, for right, instance. Right, 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 right. Doesn't matter what time, right. night or day. Absolutely. And you can Absolutely. do, and look on your phone and you can set it up that way yeah. where you have somebody That's that, right. Right. is right. going to call you if That's something right. goes wrong. That's on, exactly so.
1: right. And there, there's always those extenuating circumstances. But uh, for the most part, I've gotten to the habit yep. of if someone texts me after 9 o'clock, they're more than likely not going to get a response until the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, in part because I go a bed at 9.30. So I'm not waking up. At I have to answer text. But literally,
0: I it's been not last week, but the week before, I had people... Uh, one person in particular texted me at eleven forty five. Yeah, about nothing. I mean, like, I mean, it, I shouldn't say that. That's horrible. I understand what you're <laughs> but, saying, there. but I mean, something that is could have just as easily yeah. taken place the next day at ten a.m.
1: Right, right. Going eleven forty five, folks. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, well, I right. text people early in the morning sometimes. I it's, I'll text them at 6 30 in the morning. I'm I not would rather have them, a 6 30. But though. I don't expect them to answer me at 6 30 in the morning. I expect yeah. them, to, I mean, hopefully they're like me and their phone is on silent and they'll get to it when they do. But you if know. you
0: text me, I'm texting your brother. Come so on, that's, come on. I'm asleep. But anyway. All right. So let's uh, bounce on to number four no screens before. Double digits at school and at home. Now, what in the world yeah, does that mean?
1: We didn't do that one either, or we don't. We're not doing that one. So, so for Andy Crouch, his philosophy in the home was his kids were not going to have any kind of screen access. You know, that's digital device, you know, iPad, iPhone, television, mm. computer, anything until they were at least ten years old.
0: Oh, oh, oh! You mean. Age? I thought age. you meant during the day. No, no, I'm okay. sorry.
1: No, age. Ten years old was was the minimum age that they would be allowed to have access to any kind of screen. Okay, okay, that makes more, so, more sense. So we, we obviously in our home did not do that and have not done that. Uh, we, we have limited, mm-hmm. right? Like we put, you know, an hour limit on, you know, screen time or the case may be. Um, what we have what we have said no to is we have said no to digital devices like iPads and iPhones Our mm-hmm. boys do not have iPads, iPhones mm-hmm. but they do have you know uh, the Nintendo switch that they play and they do have the, um, the television that they'll watch um, but but we have not done mobile devices yeah. and I don't see that happening anytime in their future. Uh, so, so that was the decision we've made Mm -hmm. for Andy Crouch. It was, our kids aren't having anything. Now we can't do that in part because our boys at the school, they go to, by the time they get to third grade and third grade, they start having access to Chromebooks to do some classroom assignments. So he's saying none of that even at school, but I think his, his family was a homeschool family. So it was set up a little bit different than my family was, but, but again, I, this might not be your strategy. Right. You might have a different strategy, but this was a strategy that he had that was helpful for him. Now, you've got to think about what is it going to be for my family that's going to help us not be consumed by a digital world? Is it holding off on our children getting devices until they're a certain age or we're going to limit the time or we're going to, how, how are we going to do it? And, that, and that's the thing is, is you have to have a strategy or yeah. it will consume you.
0: And our strategy was, if you ask, you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so that yeah, just drove I mean, that us kinda, crazy. Well,
1: that's the same thing I say to my boys. The you more know, you ask, the more I'm going to say no.
0: Yeah. Seven to nine, nothing, yeah. uh, for instance. Yeah. And then they would say, dad, I know you said seven to nine, but I yeah. said, no, no, it's not happening. As a matter of fact, you're not getting it. After and that's nine. the thing, it's, right? You know, Is that quit, you, when you just always quit trying to push yeah, the limits. Yeah. When you when always you quit put trying. that
1: strategy in place, live by or it, whatever it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: number five, use screens for a purpose and use them together. I like this idea. Rather than using them aimlessly and alone. Amen to that? Because Amen. that's what
1: gets us in trouble is when we use them aimlessly and alone. That's when we start reading things that we, you know, just aren't very beneficial for the mind and the heart. Looking at things aren't very beneficial for the mind and the heart. And so, so his whole argument is, hey, the screens aren't bad. And he doesn't, in his book, he doesn't, you know, demonize screens or media or anything like Mm -hmm. that he's just calling us to think about how we use it and and it's better if you're going to use digital devices uh for entertainment purpose or educational purpose or whatever to do it together yeah right so you know
0: and i i shouldn't say that i always but i really try not to look at all that stuff yeah at all if my wife's not home I just try to avoid it. It's just hard, right? I mean, it's hard. But there are times you have to. But I'm saying don't. I guess my other thing is I don't stay on. So if I've got to do something, I do it and I get off. So The
1: worst thing about social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the worst thing about it is the comments. Yeah. Right. Or even your favorite news site. You look at Fox News. I had a couple of them yesterday. Yeah. I mean, those comments will just send you down a, a path of... Nothing good because because here's what and everybody knows this. I don't even have to tell you this kind of stuff. You're you're sitting there and everybody's behind their screens and so you're not looking at faces and there's a sense of even if I know what your name is on Facebook, there still is a sense of um, you know um, I'm kind of anonymous or yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be, you know. And so we just get really bold when we're typing things that we would never say in public. We don't mind saying through a screen. Mm-hmm. And so when I read that stuff, it just, it just fires me up and makes me mad. And so the best thing for me to do is just not to spend a whole lot of time engaging in reading those kinds of comments on social media because it'll hack you off real quick. But that, that's kind of the point, <laughs> right? That's kind of the point is, right. is, is that's kind of aimless, alone, letting myself brewer things I'm reading mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. I shouldn't even be, I don't even need to be engaged in that. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to use a screen, I need to use it purposefully. And I need to more often use it in the context of, okay, let's do this together. Let's watch a movie together, you know, once a week. Let's, you know, watch this documentary to help us learn something, things like that, rather Mm -hmm. than kind of aimlessly using a screen to entertain myself.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Just, uh, we got, and and they're designed, this is the worst part, is that especially phones and iPads or tablets are designed to use alone. Yeah. Like I always say, I'll it's show the te-
1: iPad, not the US pad. Yeah,
0: and I and what I'll do is <laughs> that was pretty
1: clever. <laughs> that
0: is clever, brother. I, it I like it. Yeah, but we need a US pad. Yeah, there and you go. so uh, Kelly, I'll be watching a video, and Kelly says, "I can't, I can't watch that." Yeah, put it up on the screen, and then yeah, you get the yeah, things where you yeah. send it up to yeah. the TV screen so we can watch together. And I, you know, I feel like saying if you can't put it up with your wife
1: watching, yeah, you don't need to watch. Don't it. Don't watch it That's exactly. exactly.
0: Right. All right, number six, and we use this extensively with my children growing yeah. up. And that is car time is
1: conversation time. Well, it was that way when I was a kid because that was the only option, right? I mean, we had radios, but we didn't have, you know, game systems we could take with us or mobile devices we could take with us. And and that that's. The well, kind of the, point. remember the
0: back the and I guess this is still the case. They used the video yeah. uh, where they could watch movies right, the whole right. time. What we'll did that the on anywhere? Trance,
1: but that that that's kind of the point. Is that even in our vehicles, it's, it's easy for us? for our kids you know just to hop on their device and not to engage in any kind of conversation so for him car time is conversation we're getting ready this week to take a 13 hour trip yikes to New Orleans to see Stacy's parents man that is a long long mm. ride I we're there. not gonna be on co- we're not going to be conversing for 13 hours right but even on those long trips that we take with our family we we've set limits even then um, we'll do a lot of audio listening on the way there's different audio series that, that our family enjoys listening to get together uh, Jonathan Park is a biblical um, archaeology kind of podcast for families there's adventures of odyssey we've done um the Brinkman Adventures. There's these mm-hmm. different audio resources that we've listened to as a family that we've enjoyed that that gets our faces off of screens. And we even tell our boys, like, we'll leave here and we'll head towards uh, New Orleans and they know not to ask for a screen until we get to, at least to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. That's a long time. So the four, first four or five about hours- half the
0: trip, actually. Yeah, first yeah. four or five hours,
1: we're not gonna have a screen in your face and then we'll let them watch some or where the case may be. But we've in, even on those long rides, we've tried to be real intentional about limiting the access to screens because you know, there's just better things we can do with our time, even in the car, we can talk, we can listen to audio resources together. And, and, and so we, we've done that. And for us, you know, and, and it might be this way in your family too, um, our big time of conversation is, has always been the dinner table. Mm, We've been trying to be real strategic about making sure as many nights as possible, we're around the dinner table together, no screens, no TV on, or anything like that, and just enjoying that time together as a family. But all that to say, I mean, it's it's in those times when your family together, your family's together in the car, often your family's together around the dinner table. Use those times to have conversation rather than be entertained by a device.
0: As a as a child, we used to have games that we devised in the car. Yeah. So you would do license
1: plate game or an alphabet yeah. game
0: where you'd go up as you saw the signs. Yeah. You know, with name uh, the cows. We did something with cows. I can't remember. <laughs> Count the cows. <laughs> something like that. That, but it, we it got
1: into playing the game where we met, we made up a game where we were um, counting the bird bass Wow, now that's a great one. Yeah, because you, you don't see bird bass very much anymore, especially if you're on the. That's interstate. a good game to play, right? We had on the interstate. There's no bird bass but when you're taking those back roads, you know it's interesting where the bird baths are located. And and it seems from anecdotal experience as we play this game uh, that the more rural the area, the more bird baths. That's you'll right. See.
0: We played a game called Popeye. And so when you had a light that yep, wasn't, yep, wasn't yep, yep. you know, and you clicked the top of the table, uh, the top of the roof, excuse me. And I mean, so the kids, if we traveled at night, could not wait for it to get dark because yeah. they wanted to beat dad and Popeye. There uh, you go. So, there you go. Anyway, you
1: go. Any rate, fun yeah. times.
0: All right. Number seven, spouses have one another's passwords and parents have total access to children's devices. Yeah, we've talked
1: about this before. But no the, privacy. No, there's no privacy. Yes. There's just not, right, that... If you're looking at something on the screen, I can pick it up and look at it and see what you're looking at. You're not going to hide. And, and 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 you know, what we've tried to do, especially with our boys now that they're, you know, getting older in school and they are using the Chromebooks more often yeah. for assignments and they're having to do research on the internet. One, it's all highly filtered. Uh, two, um, it is always, they, they do their work at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. The only place you can have a computer that you're working on is at the table mm-hmm. that's in clear access to everybody, right? You're not going to sit on the couch, where you can, you know, turn the screen where nobody else can see it. You're not going to sit in the chair. You're not, you're certainly not taking it to your room. If you're on the computer, it's going to be at the table, uh, right there in the, you know, our open family area where we can walk by and just see what you're doing. That's just the way it's going to be like or not that that's it.
0: And and so that was our strategy. We had no privacy. And back in our day, we had one computer sat on the table in the middle of the den. And I know we just said, don't do this, but as far as the, the, being public about yeah, it. Right, right, right. If the kids had to do anything, it was in the den where we were and, you know, yeah. there was no hiding.
1: That's right. And same for me. There that's was right. no hiding that's right. for me too. That's right. So. that's right. And that's the idea.
0: Number yeah. eight, learn to sing together rather than letting recorded and amplified music take over our lives and worship yeah so so with participation versus just I, so so you again, know this this
1: guy thing. here who wrote this book andy crouch he's a musician so mm-hmm. singing and music is a big part of his life and um so it might not be you, you might hate singing and that's okay <laughs> whatever but his whole point was we're not going to even let things like spotify and yeah, yeah. apple music take over we're gonna we're gonna make music we're gonna you know sing together and all that kind of and even if you're not a musician it is kind of fun just to sing those little songs together where the case may be. I mean, um, my boys do not have the same love for music. I do, but we're still trying, right? Mm-hmm, I mean, we got Hudson course. working on the piano, Luke's working on the drums. And, and so we're trying those things, you know, cause I think those things are, are immensely valuable. Amen. Uh, so, so that's the idea. I mean, you might not have a family that's going to sit around the piano and sing every night and, you might never do that. That's not the point. The point is, you know, just, again, finding ways to engage the mind and the emotions in ways other than a screen.
0: Well, God has been good to us. We do have every one of our kids uh, musical. Yeah. And so we're in the process of gathering band instruments. So when they show yeah. up, we can all sing together. Yeah, you that's fun, man. That's and fine. It won't be in the car, but anyway. Right, right. And then finally, number nine, and that is show up for the big events of life and be fully Present in those big
1: events, amen to that. Yeah, so so this goes beyond just the screen stuff, but just in general, big events I'm gonna be there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, boys playing sports, I'm gonna be as many games as I possibly can, right? Uh, there are other big events that take place, school functions, school plays, I'm gonna be there. And when I'm there, when I'm at those big events, I'm gonna be there, right? Rooting my boys on, cheering them on, not in those moments, having the phone in my face, checking out what's going on or answering emails or taking calls, I'm going to enjoy that ball game or I'm going to enjoy that play or whatever it yeah. is they're participating in.
0: I see so many, I, I blame it on moms, but I, it seems to be moms more. Their heads are down. They're on yep. their phones constantly. Yeah. And, uh, it, it is, a it is a fight for, I mean, you know, we we're talking so much about children But for us adults, it's a fight as well. You know, put that phone up. My wife reminds me, put the phone up. Yeah. And so uh, quit, you know, just stop. Be, you know, I I once heard somebody say they were watching a a group and they were sitting around the table. And as they sat around the table, um, every one of them were on, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever they were doing. And they're on their phones and they're going at it. And so, you know, you have these people that are with you that you are spending time with, but you don't want to be with them. You want to be with right, somewhere else right, with other people. Right, right. And I know nobody sees it that way, but that's what you're saying. That's I don't right. want to be with my family. I don't want to be with my friends. I want to be with this person, right. that person, that's whatever right. the situation is. That's right. So, you know, it, it's just, it, it's this biblical concept to, to pour yourself into the life of those that God surrounds you with. Yeah. Not those that you can't get to, you know? Yeah. So anyway, just, just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Pastor, this has been really, I think, uh, eye-opening, and uh, I say that uh, I'm like you. I do some of this, yeah, uh, and I would say to to an extent, probably every one of these. But you know what we've got to do is say, okay, where are our yeah. boundaries? How do we do it? And what is the strategy that we're going to use to right. try to live in right. this digital world because we are slap dab in the middle yep. of it. Yeah. So. We're
1: not saying that you have to adopt all these strategies. We're saying that this is what one guy did with his family. Right. And that book, TechWise Family, is really a helpful read. And he, he has a lot of statistics about how media affects uh, families and relationships. And so it's really, really helpful. And so, I mean, I think reading through that book and just kind of thinking three, through, through, for yourself, okay, what's the strategy going right. to be for our family is really, really helpful because you, you need a strategy. That's just bottom line. Otherwise you will be even unintentionally, you will be consumed by this digital world. And so thinking through a strategy to help you so that your family can honor the Lord in the way that you, um, you know, consume media, I think is really, really important.
0: All right. we got a minute or so. So here they are. They're saying, you know, we've been controlled by media. Our family's got to do something. Uh, Let's get started. So let's get them started with maybe a first step. It's simple things.
1: I think it's simple things. One, just start having a family dinner together. I don't think, I mean, I think research bears out over and over again that one of the most, and not just Christian research, Mm -hmm. I mean, secular research as well bears out the fact that one of the most effective things you can do as a family is have undistracted dinner together around the table every night with no TV, no phone, just enjoying that time, conversing about the day. Over and over again, research bears out that that's one of the most impactful things you can do as a family, right? That's simple. That's simple, right? And then you add to that around the dinner table, uh, maybe reading a proverb sure. or saying a prayer. together. Then then you've add that spiritual element of discipleship of to the dinner table, and it's just really, really effective. That's one thing you can do, and that doesn't take much effort at all.
0: Very good. Well, Pastor, thank you so much for getting us started on our strategies for digital world, and uh, close us out and get us ready for next week.
1: We do hope today's episode has been helpful and practical for you, and if you have liked what you've listened to today, go ahead and hit, hit that subscribe button. So you can have new content delivered to your device every single week. Leave us a five-star review that helps us get word out about the podcast. And as always, we hope today's episode has helped you connect faith to life.